With each module's curriculum, the expertise of the InterMBA faculty moves us forward in our journey to become more wise and compassionate at work. We've created this podcast platform so that these sessions are available to you not only on the learning platform, but also here in audio format. It's our hope that having the core curriculum available in this way will enable you to experience these teachings at your own pace and in the way that works best for you. Hi, my name is Rhonda McGee, and thank you so much for joining me on this journey of cultivating the capacity for radical belonging and compassion in support of building and maintaining courageous life and workplace communities. Really, this is all about how it is that we ground ourselves in inner work and inner practices to support deepening engagement across lines of real and perceived difference in our workplace all the while really deepening our ability to make the world a better place through the the gifts that that come uh, and the opportunities that that present themselves um, as we move through our professional lives so i'm going to be talking to you about some of the ways that in my own experience i've drawn on mindfulness and compassion practices to provide a ground of support for me in really moving through a world that wasn't created for people like me necessarily to thrive. I've been um, fortunate to, to really have had this arc of development from, um, you know, humble, a really humble background, actually a background characterized with a fair amount of distress and even trauma. And through education and opportunity have managed to really create a, a life of, of deep meaning and purpose for myself. And what I want to share to you today is how the, that arc for me has been supported all along the way, but increasingly, um, and intent with intentional practice over the last decade or so in ways that I think may be of benefit to you too. So I'll share with you how, um, a, particular practices for, well, mindful awareness, compassion uh, for self, and then building bridges that will support us in the work of changing the world, frankly, how it is that we can do that through bringing um, real intentionality to mindfulness as a support for working together in our workplaces and in our lives. And so in the next few minutes, I'll talk a little bit more about how mindfulness and compassion practices have supported me in experiencing a sense of myself as already belonging. I sometimes use the phrase radical belonging for this part of the work, because I think what can happen to us if we come, well, for any of us in, um, in a world in which we have been given to, to, to believe that you know, our value is so much tied with what we produce, what's on our resume, where we've come before, just where we were ranked compared to other people in whatever program we were in. Any one of us can, um, even those of us who, who succeed or who appear to be thriving, we can leave those programs and leave those um, uh, settings with a little bit of a feeling of, um, our, you know, not feeling the full confidence that we belong 
and that our voices matter. And so for these practices that I'm offering, I really want to invite everyone to think about the way in which for you, you've struggled and you have maybe a bit of work to do yet to maintain a sense of your, um, your value, the value of your particular unique perspective of your voice. And whether it be with regard to particular issues around identity and difference or other issues, um, might need support in maintaining a sense that you can keep taking risks and building bridges. So I want to start by reflecting on the fact that you all have been introduced to mindfulness generally. And so the foundation for all of this for me is mindfulness-based meditation. And so for, uh, as we sit here, right here, right now, um, I'm even when I'm doing an engagement like this, I'm drawing on informal practices of mindfulness as a support. So even as I'm speaking, feeling myself connected to the earth, through the chair, through the floor. So recognizing that even uh, to be in conversation with you, to be presenting in a formal kind of way is uh, an example, an experiment with embodied engagement with the world. And so knowing that even as I speak with you right now, my feet are on the floor, my body is in this chair, and my whole body is, is really present, is kind of the kind of background dimension, if you will, of how I often rely on my mindfulness meditation practices as a support for my engagement in the world. So I'm speaking to you, but I'm aware of, you know, it, the way in which I can, you know, feel a, a perhaps some underlying anxiety about something and just to pause inwardly and without necessarily revealing it, although I am in this moment revealing it, the idea is to allow us to be feeling our way into how it is that the practices we, we engage in in a formal way when we go and sit on a meditation cushion or sit for a few minutes actually are there to be drawn on as we do the work in the world. Uh, and so for me, because I um, not only teach law, but I offer workshops around diversity, equity, and inclusion, for example, uh, I've written about how it is that these practices support me in the sort of pre-work for being able to meet people from different backgrounds in, in spaces where conflict is liable to arise. Cognitive dissonance is liable to be there, right? We've all come from different backgrounds. We've all had radically different experiences. And so part of what I do on a regular basis is experiment with allowing my meditation practices to be a real and present support for grounding me in a sense of um, my ability to build bridges, to listen um, to others from their backgrounds and help support making connections and deepening the ability to feel our way into a sense of common ground. But I certainly am not able to do that unless I am able to kind of take some care of myself. So grounding in um, practices for meditation, centering myself, and including not just sort of um, centering practices and meditation and those practices that can help us just focus our minds and uh, deepen our ability for calm self-regulation, 
but really sensing into the way in which those practices can help us feel or help me feel some sense of um, support along the way. And here's where I want to make that bridge between mindfulness meditation practices and self-compassion or self-care practices. Because another important ground of the work for me is a commitment to caring for myself and for others. So caring made visible actually is, I think, one of the important dimensions of the work of building robust, resilient, diverse workplaces and places where we can build, you know, transformative communities together. We need this ability to um, care for ourselves, but as, as, a, as a result of that, to be able to care well for each other. And so building, therefore, uh, a commitment to and deepening our capacity for compassion practices that allow us to heal where we need to heal and that support others in healing where they need to heal is also an important part of the journey. And so um, what I'd like to do in the next um, few moments then is to really invite reflection on how it is that in your work and in the work that you see yourself doing in the world, uh, grounding in not only mindfulness practices, but practices for compassionate holding of your own experience and supporting people in deepening their ability to extend from that place of self-compassion, a compassionate arm to another, from that place of self-compassion to have empathy, put oneself in the shoes of another, and from that place of self and empathic compassion for others to take action to transform the world. What's the particular curriculum, if you will, that you need to develop for yourself to support you along these way, this way? And so I want to, as I bring this segment to a close, really invite you to be thinking about how it is that you can build a particular curriculum that includes a commitment to personal practice, maybe some interpersonal practice, and then moving from personal and interpersonal ways of deepening care and compassion to then seeing what you can do to engage in work in the world that would make for a more robust community of equity and fairness and thriving for all in your workplace or other setting. Thanks so much.